Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's about to go down. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should, because I'm sick to this, 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 the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let's go! Hey, what? is up bills mafia welcome into this episode of the buffalo nerd your home for buffalo bills football with a charity on top brought to you by sb nation on the buffalo rumblings podcast network and is being served up to you live by picasso's pizza on the buffalo rumblings vidcast network treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day picasso's we are buffalo pizza shipping local and nationwide order online at picasso'spizza.net I'm your host, Cole Schroeder. This is your first time here. Thank you. Appreciate you. Leave a review. Hit the like button. Let them know that you love it, please. And if you're already part of the Nerd Mafia, welcome home. It's a, this is a, a somber start, right? I mean, we all witnessed what took place last week. Uh, yeah. Not cool. Um, it was really not cool at all. I think when anybody that paid attention last week to the show, we when we chatted about the game and what we thought needed to take place, uh, my keys for were, for the team were to be efficient, make sure we tackle, and make sure that we don't turn over the ball. We did none of the above. We took a tough loss. We're now 0-2 in the division. Our quarterback's dinged. The injury report again this week. We'll get through it. It's a mile long. Uh, This team has seen every bit of challenge come its way. And we're still standing. I mean, of course, we would have loved to beat the Jets. And we had the the opportunity still, despite not a great performance on multitude of levels. but mainly some some interceptions that cost us big time. Um, but there was other things. Tackling was poor. Uh, you, you could feel it. If you were here watching it with me, uh, you you would have heard me saying, this is all wrong multiple times throughout that process. This is all wrong. The flow is wrong. The feel is wrong. Everything was wrong about what was taking place. And it ended badly. Um, you know, we we didn't perform, but hey. We got an opportunity this week to keep on moving. We got a good football team coming into the building, right? And uh, they're they're one of the better teams in the league right now. So we'll see how that shakes out. But before we get into all that stuff, like we do every week here on the show, uh, we are going to highlight a charity. Obviously, we're recording this here. Uh, this is Thursday, right? We're here live on Thursday. So tomorrow's Veterans Day. So uh, this week, I wanted to take the opportunity to highlight OperationHomefront.org. Um, so cool organization. Basically, uh, anytime that, you know, that we send our boys and gals and our brothers and sisters and everybody, you know, overseas, uh, their family doesn't go with them. Right. You know, so they they're here to support folks back home, make sure that families have what they need. Um, you know, they support them in a multitude of different ways. 
There's a lot of cool things that you can check out over at the website there at operationhomefront.org. So uh, I encourage you guys to go over there and check it out. If you've been there before, very cool. Um, if you've never seen it before, uh, it's cool. There's a lot of different things you can do. You donate time, straight money. Um, there's actually veterans that put up things on there where there's a example of veteran that, that can't afford to get his car fixed, right? So they're trying to raise money for him to get his car fixed. So you can go on and you can specifically donate to help that veteran, you know, get his car fixed. So a lot of cool things, operationhomefront.org. Uh, if you haven't, check them out. Cool organization. And of course, uh, for everybody that's listening to the podcast tomorrow, when this comes out in podcast form, it'll be veterans day. Um, you know, so appreciate salute to all those. And uh, thank you. All right. So let's talk some football here. You know, I, I think that the we got Daniels in the house. What's up, Daniel? Go Bills. Looks like Richard agrees with me. The vibe was off for that whole game. Yeah, it just felt wrong on a multitude of different levels. Things were just not going well. Looks like the Jet, uh, Daniel, the Jets beat the Bills on both lines. Yeah. I, uh, if you guys haven't checked out the three-man rush show um, with Jerry Ostrowski yet, um, that'll be coming out directly after this. And Jerry uh, and I, we talked about that last week, that the Bills really need to be prepared to do and kind of being a grimier type of game. Right. And the jets manhandled us essentially this week. So uh, that's a, that's a great point, Daniel, or last week, excuse me, but I don't want to dwell on the past too much here. We got enough to talk about in this game. This game has a ton of storylines. Like I mentioned off the top, the injury report is ridiculously long, right? So let's go ahead and just kind of uh, dive into the injuries right here up front. So I got the latest report from today. Uh, Those watching can see it. Josh was a DNP. We got Spencer Brown, full practice, Edmonds, DNP, Elam, DNP, Jackson, full, Lewis, full, Milano, full, Vaughn, Nothing on the report. Mitch is back full. We got Jordan Poyer was DNP, Quisenberry full, Rousseau DNP, and Saffold back in action. So some goods and some bads there, right? I mean, I for me, getting Brown back is interesting. Um, not that I feel like Quisenberry's done a terrible job or hasn't been good, but I I, I want to see where we were, what we look like with what was supposed to be our starting right tackle. Right. I mean, he's a big old man. He he brings a different energy. He's a he's a little different skill set than Quisenberry is. So I'm curious to see what this is going to look like when he's back. If he's getting full practice in, I'm, I'd like to see him back out there and see what that looks like for us. Obviously, Milano, we saw last week is he's huge. He's an incredibly big piece to this puzzle. Uh, his tackling ability, I think, would have been felt tremendously in that game. A lot would have changed in that game, in my opinion, last week, purely just having Milano on the field, making the tackles in the backfield, taking the right angle, doing the right things. So uh, him absolutely being back is awesome. Dane Jackson practicing full. That's great. We don't know what's going on with Trey quite yet. We had some Elam got dinged up. He's DMP. Poyer's DMP. Allen. He's obviously the big ticket item here, right? I mean, that's our starting quarterback. What's up, Sarah? Sarah's in the house. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, Sarah's part of the three-man rush that I've been uh, trying to get you guys to check out after this one. Trying to be better about making sure that you guys go down and like and subscribe and make sure you're following and leaving comments. Uh, so appreciate you being here, Sarah. But to me, this is a, a very important game to see what shakes out. Josh is, I, I think he's going to play, right? I, I Despite all of the not practicing and this, that, and the other, uh, I, I think we'll see pitch count on Josh the remainder of this year. He probably won't throw a lot of footballs during the week. Um, and and I don't know that we need to be concerned about that. Uh, it seems like from what we're hearing, uh, the guys feel like he's very engaged. And, it, and it's actually kind of an interesting, cooler concept to have him 
not throwing them the ball, but telling them from the side what's going on, what he's seeing, what, you know, all that. So who knows? This may be a great thing, but the Poyer thing, it's becoming a concern. Um, I, I, I express this on, uh, you know, some other times that I think it's, it's Marlowe. I'd like to see Marlowe get the shot this week if Poyer's not going to be there. Johnson's played well for us, and I, I think the young men have done a phenomenal job on the back end, but there was clear angle problems and missed tackles from the safety position last week. Um, and again, some of that might not have happened and Milano was there, right? But you got to be able to play when Milano's not there. And I, I think he got a little exposed last week. And I just think it's maybe time that we bring in Marlowe because to me, like, yeah, Marlowe would have been a backup behind Poyer, but if he was on the bills, he probably maybe potentially would have knocked Johnson off in the off season, right? Like if he was already part of the team in this movement, because he's been part of what we do and it's not like we didn't want him. It's just, he got an offer and he signed, right? So I'd like to see him um, back in action this week, but we'll dive into that when we talk about the defense. So on the injury front, I mean, we're, we're get, we got to take some bad and we got to take some good. The, the getting Milano back and then you see Edmonds not practicing. I mean, I think we need both of our linebackers out there to protect the back end the best. Um, you know, so uh, and this is he, he did this last week, right? This isn't something new. He, he's nursing an injury. He was out there all week or all weekend there in the game. So I, I anticipate he'll be fine. Poyer, my God, I, I don't if you guys saw the video, like his elbow looks totally jacked up or maybe it's just an illusion from the video or something, but his left elbow looks considerably different than his right elbow. Uh, it, it looks like it's just like not even in place. Um, so it, that's craziness. So um, I'm, I'm curious to see. That's why I think you, you, you push Marlowe forward here because maybe it is time to just say Jordan's not going to make it back and we need to let him really truly heal this. So, but let, let's have some fun. And we, we got a little chime in here. The injuries are a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, Richard, this is absurd. I mean, when you're looking at this list every week, it's been 13, 14, 15, 16 guys names on there. Um, and then you look at <laughs> the other side of this and Minnesota has four people on their injury report. Now, granted their head coach has ruled out two of the four um, basically for the game already. And I think a lot of what, you know, we're doing is, is similar to like what new England used to do, where it's just like, Oh, you're going to complain that we didn't put somebody's tiny little injury on the report. So they put everything on the report and they put everybody on the report. Um, but yeah, that it, this is not cool. I mean, I, we haven't seen our, what was supposed to be our starting football team in forever. So let's talk offense though, because we got to, I mean, Case Keenum, I, I don't think he's going to have to do it, right? I, th I think we'll see Josh out there, and I and I think we might have a, a little change in philosophy in the way that we approach things. Um, and maybe Josh isn't throwing the ball as much, as much, but as much, excuse me. But let's talk straight numbers first off, right off the bat. So the Bills are coming in at third this week at points a game. That's twenty-seven and a half. The Vikings are allowing twenty point one, and they're twelfth in the league. So I mean, they're they're right around our number, but our number's been trending down. I mean, I think we, I think we all can absolutely agree that our number has uh, been timing. It's been trending down. Sorry, got to clean up the, uh, the aggressiveness in the chat. Oh, it's not letting me uh, defeat them. Sorry. So, anyways, we've been absolutely trending down, right? And I think that it's an interesting thing for us to look at a team that's 
allowing right around the numbers we've been hovering around and see how we feel about that, especially when our starting quarterback may or may not actually be in this game, but moving down the board a little bit. So the bills are coming in at third and pass. That's 292 pass yards a game. We got the defense from Minnesota's 27th against the pass. Okay. Run for the bills. We're still 13th. Now I think most of us realize and understand that that is because of Josh Allen, right? For the most part. Um, But besides that, we also are looking at a defense that's 10th in the league. They give up about 111 yards a game. So offensively versus defensively, I think that realistically the bills, because if you look at the overall number of this game, despite what looks like a trending down offense, a hurt quarterback, we're a three and a half point favorite this week. And if you look at these numbers, I think that's why, right? The Buffalo bills are still, the better team when you look at the paper and you see the numbers and you see what they've done so far. Let's see. Roy Collins is in the house here. He's got a question who replaces Edmonds if he can't play. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think you, you, you don't necessarily want to see Bernard out there again after not that he played terrible. Right. But it, there's a clear difference, but obviously I think maybe on that other side of the ball, it'd be Dotson. He, he doesn't really have the same kind of uh, coverage ability to put him in for Milano. So he would probably be, the next man up like it was the last time around, but offensively, I think we're still in a very good place, but there needs to be a change in kind of how we focus things because we saw this last week. And I, and I think this is why when Richard says, you know, that the vibe felt off, I said the vibe was off because we came out that first drive and everything looked cool. We did what we wanted. Right. Um, And then we got down there, there was the bad decision. And then after that, everything just, it really felt like it fell apart. We didn't bother to try to establish a run. We really couldn't get a rhythm going. We never attempted to go with a faster pace. You know, we didn't, we we didn't do any of the things we typically would try to do. Um, So this week, and I think most of the folks that listen, we've talked about this before, but the bills this season had not played down to their opponents. I didn't feel like except for the second half against Green Bay in this game against the Jets. And to me, the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins are the epitome of a team that plays down to their opponents, right? So this very much still feels like a game that offensively we need to come out and dominate. Talked about a couple storylines that I like. I mean, we've obviously got our, our number one, Stephon Diggs. Uh, the man that replaced him in Minnesota, the guy that they thought they could move on and get rid of him is coming into the building. Right. So I, I'm excited to see this. I, I have this, this, just this feeling that Diggs is like, you better let me destroy. Right. Just so I can show what's going on here. Not that Justin Jefferson is not a good player, right? He absolutely is. And he's absolutely like both teams benefited. I think we can all agree on that. Um, But I want to see that storyline. The other one that I'm a little interested in seeing how it shakes out is we all love Harrison Phillips, right? I mean, I, I don't think that any of us would have necessarily been disappointed if he was a Buffalo Bill again this year. Uh, I think there was some room that a lot of people thought we might need some more meat in the middle there, but he was a great guy, loved in the community. His, he was just incredible, right? But now he gets to come and try to tackle and sack Josh Allen. Um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. If he'll get an opportunity, all that kind of stuff. So a couple guys in the comments, Dorsey's growing pains. Dorsey's not adjusting as well as Dable did. Uh, Frazier is just not adjusting. I really, um, not that I don't think that they're necessarily in alignment. I agree with a little bit of what that is because I feel like there has been this kind of 
we were always really good coming out in the second half and making the adjustment and really looking like we understood what the team was trying to do to us. And we adjusted to that. And it hasn't felt that way in the second half in Green Bay and the first and second half versus the Jets. I agree. I agree with those statements. The But this is also, we did this last year. This is the other piece of it that, you know, I, I want everybody to remember. And we're still number one, right? We're still first. So everything's A-OK right now. But we did this last year. We had a terrible loss to Jacksonville. We fumbled at a couple times in the season where we just, we fell, right? And the pressure of being the number one and the expectation of being the number one can cause that to happen, I think. You know, so we're just seeing the lull in the action. But I agree with a lot of that, that I thought we were going to be looking a little smoother and we wouldn't be hitting these road bumps as much as we are these past couple of weeks. But uh, as, as um, Jerry's expressed and he's told me offline uh, as well, that there's a window of time where once a team figures out to what to do, every team after that does it to you. And I think that's what we saw last week. You know, the green Bay Packers ran the jets ran. Now we have a good running team in great. Well, numbers wise, they're not great, but they have a good running back in Delvin cook. And then you have another team in Cleveland waiting. Right. So the Bills really do need to figure out what is going on offensively about how they are going to adjust to what's been fed to them now because teams have adjusted to them. Personally, I think that we're going to be okay. They need to clean it up a little bit, though. They need to let the offensive line get some momentum in a game. I get it that Josh is our guy and he can be all world and he can do it all, but they need to let this offensive line get some momentum. They got destroyed last week. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I wouldn't listen to you. Give me any kind of other word that that was the case because they got whooped straight up and down. I mean, Josh was sacked five times. I mean, it was the turnovers. The It was, it was just a bad look. The running game with 25 yards rushing 24, whatever it ended up being. I mean, it was just, domination we got dominated so we got to try to run the ball this week but i do really want to make sure that we keep digs heavily involved the wide receivers they need to find a better flow i i was disappointed in no fast pace at any point in that game last week say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Really, that was the only thing I was super disappointed about because we had moments where it started to trickle again and we backed off and we never gained the momentum. So offensively, you've got to run and you've just got to get back to completing the simple things. It, it, it's not there right now. So defensively, though, Minnesota is a team that we should have an opportunity to excel against based on numbers, based on what they've been doing. So I look forward to the offense getting back out there, an opportunity to correct and reset ourselves. Right. Like the title of this is it's the it's the one p.m. Eastern reset. Right. The Bills haven't had that home game at this time frame in a little while. Let's get back to the grassroots of who we were, where we came from and get ready to roll against this team. So 
before we talk defense real quick, I want to shout out my friends, as you can see, those that are watching, uh, if you're just checking out the show via the podcast, it'll be down in the links below, but better edge, uh, very cool platform over there. They're doing a lot of different things. If you're into kind of betting and looking at numbers and doing games and stuff like that, but you have trouble finding offshore books, all that kind of stuff. It's a pain in the butt in the United States, really, right? So Better Edge is the premier no-fee social betting marketplace. Better Edge allows users to create their own prices and lines for sports betting positions in 45 states. They're often better than you can find anywhere else. So just use code NERD. You guys can head over to Better Edge. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com slash nerd, or just put in the code NERD and you get 20 bucks just for verifying your account. So it's it's kind of interesting. It works a little more like a stock market or whatever, something like that, where I could basically go in and say the Bills game's at three and a half points. I say, hey, I'll give somebody, I bet $100 that uh, the Bills are going to win minus six. Somebody can come in on the other side and say, you know what, I'll bet 100 bucks that says that the Vikings are going to cover that plus six. And that's the action. It's done between you two. It's done between a marketplace. Uh, and it's all, they've done over $50 million in orders on the marketplace. So it's been around for a while. It's one of the fastest growing marketplaces for online betting. There is a very cool spot. Check it out. You get 20 bucks just to go over and take a look at it and verify your account. So betteredge.com. Now, let's talk defense because we gave up 20 points last week. I mean, if you go back to the days where you look back on this and say you the, the common thing in the NFL always was, right? If you can keep teams under 20, you got a shot. I think anybody that walks into the stadium or playing against the Bills any week is thinking if we can keep the Bills under 20 points, we got a shot, Right. And typically, if we can keep teams under 20 points, we get Ws, right? So the defense did not do a terrible job. Now, there's a lot of there was a lot of things that if we had the guys that we typically have, they probably wouldn't have got to this 20 points, right? Now, granted, some of it was field position, other things. We missed seven special teams has not been great, right? It hasn't been, but defensively. I didn't think we got a lot of pressure last week. Let's talk about the numbers for the the Vikings real quick. So the Vikings, they're putting up 24.1 points right now. That's eighth in the league. The Bills are still number one, 14.8. Passing-wise, the Vikings are 10th in the league. They do about 238 yards a game. The Bills are giving up about 194, and we're seventh. Rushing-wise, I think this is where most people think that the Vikings live, right? Is they, they, they have Dalvin Cook. They have Madison, who's a, a good back as well. And so I think most people feel that they live in that space. Uh, but their numbers, they put up about 102 yards. That's 24th in the league. Uh, the defense gives up about 104. That's sixth in the league. So the Bills defense is, is more than position to take this team down. And I mentioned this towards the top of the show that Kirk Cousins, to me, is one of those quarterbacks who you can easily, easily frustrate. He, he tends to struggle if you keep him in a kind of cr- a grimy or get after him kind of game. He has a hard time, right? He's not putting up massive numbers. He's had up down games. Uh, he's got a, definitely a great wide receiver in Jefferson, right? They've now added the Detroit tight end in Hawkinson that we'll probably see more action with him. Like last week was his first week, right? So we'll, I'm sure he'll be in the game plan a little bit more this week. And then you have Adam Thielen, the, the vet, right? So it, at all of their skill positions, they have quality players, right? So defensively, obviously, we all want to know what's going to happen with Poyer. I'm going to think it's a no, right? I, I just, I I get they're saying day-to-day and stuff like that, but I, I would lean probably a no for him uh, again this week. And then 
we haven't heard Trey yet, right? And I think that's what everybody's waiting for. Elam's a little dinged up now. Um, you know, Jackson was back full today. So there's there's still a, there's a lot of question marks on the back end of this when you start thinking about a team that's getting ready to go up against Jefferson, Thielen, Hawkinson in that team. But the thing that I was bringing back, and I want to bring bringing them back around, sorry for the delay, but Zach Wilson was not pressured at all in that game. So for me, now Vaughn had that incredible play, and that's exactly why I brought him here. Uh, and that that realistically, he gave us the play to change the momentum and do what we needed to do, and then the offense didn't do it, right? But there was not nearly enough pressure. And then when you saw that he was going to throw the ball quick, there was not a lot of hands up. Uh, there was, th- this this speaks a little bit to the the why why was there no real good change in the second half about what we were doing and that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like we could have really flustered with just getting hands up and things of that nature. So uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen this week because this offensive line of the Vikings is not great. Um, it's it's definitely beatable, um, but we we've kind of haven't really seen great pressure the last like six quarters or so. So I'm really, really curious to see how this is going to trend, especially Rousseau. I'm going to guess that's going to probably be a no. Um, he's DMP. It's an ankle now. Um, so I, I think he's probably going to be out as well. So I'm, it's thank you for the depth, but I'm having a hard time seeing where we're going to get that pressure on Kirk that I think is the absolute key to win. If we do it, I think we'll be perfectly fine. So for me, that's what I'm going to look for from this defense. Just constant pressure and we have to tackle this week. I mean, this is just it's two weeks in a row where our tackling has been poor. And I think if you look at our success early on was because the tackling was very good. The yards after catch for everybody we were playing was way down. Somebody would get the ball. You'd see three bills around them. The dude wouldn't go anywhere. Now it's you see two bills around him. Now he's into the next level. So the tackling for this week has to be super key. you got to keep these guys in front of you. You don't want Jefferson to beat you deep. You don't want to give up the big play. So you absolutely are going to have to tackle in space. You have to in that short little space. If they do not do that this week, I it, it, this is a better offense than the, than the Jets. Uh, the defense is not as good. But if they don't excel at tackling this week, and really putting them in the bad positions that our defenses excelled at. I'm, I, I don't like the look or, or feel of that. That feels very much like we could find ourselves in the same kind of situation that we were just in. So tackle I, and get back to uh, the bills have been very good at turnovers. Keep that going. Right. But this is, this hasn't felt like that full three phase approach in some time. Right. And, and it realistically, it was usually, the special teams is the problem. Then maybe the defense was a little bit more of the problem, the offense. But now we're in this complete situation where the defense is holding its ground, but the offense is really lost and special teams has been weird all year. Uh, I'm really, really hoping that Hines this week uh, is going to get a little more action back there and can really, really give us a, a little more of a stability there um, and just a little more energy there. A couple other things. Uh, that I want to hit on. I So the Bills, uh, they've actually won four out of the last five, and and that just dates back to 2002. So we have we have good success against the Vikings in the past. We haven't played them since the 2018 season. We're the hurdle. 
right? We had the big time hurdle. Um, so it, it, this, this game, it feels like we need this, right? But this is a very good football team. They've, they, they're very good at just bringing you into that kind of grimy, just stupid, stupid game, right? And the Buffalo Bills are a finesse football team. I know it's probably not what we want to be saying or whatever, but it, you're you're going to say to me that the Bills are a kind of a a run and grind team. No, you're gonna you you can't really tell me any other things than the Bills are a finesse kind of team. Even the extensions of our run games are through the pass. We do we do all these elaborate things, right? The Jets ground us. The Vikings are capable of just playing a dirty, nasty game. And we haven't seen us be successful in that so far. Um, so we got to pull, we got to pull it all together this week and we got to get back to kind of that mean and dirty, maybe being back home is all they need, right? Get them back home in the afternoon in front of the mafia. Let's get after this team, come out of the gate fast. Um, and I think that we need to win a coin toss. The offense starting with the ball every time it's getting old. Like we do, we do it every friggin' week. We are the ones with the ball first. Uh, I'd be curious to see what it looks like just one time here. Uh, if it was the other way around for a while where we actually get the opportunity to uh, send our defense out first and shut somebody down instead of the other way around, even though we've had great success at it. Uh, lately, it hasn't been great. It's been trending down, right? So I'd like to see it shift the other way. But uh, for me, this week, I, I still see us as a victor, right? Now, I know this is a 7-1 team. They've only lost to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, supposed to be the best team in the NFL at this point. But there's a reason the number is the way it is. The Bills are still a better team on paper. The depth has proven to be good, right? We haven't seen complete blowouts having to put our depth out there. So the, the team is good. I think that we're going to win. Uh, this this feels very much probably depending on what happens with Josh here and there. Uh, it's like 24-13, uh, 24-17 bills. Somewhere's around in there for me on this one. Um, you know, I, I could see an opportunity into 30. Um, we've had opportunities like that almost every week where we can hover around that 30 number. So there is a potential for that just with the home and what we could possibly do. But yeah, this is this for me is going to be an interesting game. I I don't want to call it must win territory, but it really does feel to me like this is something that you have to fix and you have to stop the wave now, right? And you don't want to continue. And this is an NFC opponent, so it, it is what it is. It doesn't hurt us as bad in the AFC standings as things break down in the end. But for me, you, you got to stay at one. You got to win this game. This is still a team that you are better than. You get them in your building. You've beat them a bunch of times, even though it hasn't been in a while. It's it's time to correct, right? So I'm going to take the Bills this week. Uh, I I still believe that we are a good football team. We have everything we need to get this done. We just need everybody to step back up, right? Step back up, get in your spot, catch the ball, make the play, get the yards after catch back up, catch the ball. I'll say it catch the ball right we've we've had some problems with that lately and uh it's hurt us but that's going to do it for this week's show uh, i'm really stoked about this game actually i think it's it's you get tested every season right at different points in the season this is it i i think from this is halfway right we're coming we're starting to trend, head down the hill towards really pushing it's time for the buffalo bills to reestablish themselves i really hope they do 
I agree with Daniel here. The Bills need to stack stack the wins, right? It's time to get the flow and get the momentum back. Appreciate all you guys for checking out the show each and every week, hanging out with me, Daniel, Richard, all you guys that are stopping by. I see a lot of new folks in the house. I appreciate appreciate you guys coming by. Please do go check, check out operationhomefront.org. Cool organization, a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Make sure you guys are checking out um, directly after this, 6 p.m. Uh, for me here on the West Coast, 9 p.m. Eastern time, three-man rush with Jerry Ostrowski is going to be out. Um, getting a little college action over there. You get some bills, you get some bulls, you get some cues, you get some top 25 and you get some name dropping in knowledge from Jerry himself. Uh, just straight up knows the game. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you guys are checking that show out and make sure you guys are heading over to better edge. Uh, it's a cool little platform. If you're really into, you know, betting and numbers and all that kind of stuff, I think you'll like it. Um, so go over there and check that out. And of course, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, checking out on all the other shows on the network. You know, you got off tackle with Fino overreaction with Miller. You got the chop up with Spence. You got pregame. You got everything that you need over here at Buffalo rumblings. So make sure that you're coming and you're hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys. And of course, Go Bills. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg up! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.